0: Look, tell my mama I've been missing the money Been calling, I pick up the phone in a blink Hello. Says she really gonna love me no matter the status I give her a second to think Alright, first off, burgers, let me explain myself, right? I know be be this podcast is supposed to be out time 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 to On the 15th of June Every right. month, right? It's supposed it's to be out This month has been One of the craziest, one of the Weirdest, one of the I don't know, it's just right. been very It's just been a very weird month I've been saying, ever since the 15th, i put it on my To-do list, like, aww do the podcast, do the podcast, do the podcast, and every single, um, every single day there's been something that's come up that has stopped me from, ha- like, being able to do that, and it's, I know it's not an excuse because when you say something you're supposed to do it, but at least I did it before the month was over. Let's go back to the start and take this from where we should actually have taken it. Welcome back to the Diary of an Aspiring Artist with your host Vic Ho, Vic, or Hello Vicar, depending on where you. Um, where you found me from. This is the podcast that tells you exactly what it takes to be an, or an a musician in this current music scene. I can speak because I'm speaking from experience, right? Um, there's some good months, there's some bad months, there's some, like, weird months. And this month has been one of those weird months. The last time we talked, I had just released Who'd Love Story, which, coming to think about it, is, like, a long time ago. But, um, I mean, the streets... The streets are saying that it was one of one of my best releases so far, and I think it was it was one of the best releases so far some people especially the girls like I said like I called um the girls really like that right now today is the release day of money up one of my favorite tunes actually um just because of the way it came by um and I will talk to you about it later, but basically this um i put down. i put down my notes for this um for this podcast and today i'm going to talk about trust in the process and this is why i like money up and the way that money up um came about because money up was a was a was a song where you literally had no i didn't it's not that i didn't have an input but the way that it from from the conceptualization of the song to the way that it was executed i i mean it was very much out of my control all i did was write the lyrics um And yeah, so let me tell you all that's happened this month. Like this month, straight after releasing um, Hood Love Story, I went to Primavera Sounds with Amazon Music. Um, And that was one of the craziest experiences. Basically, they flew me and one of my boys out to Barcelona to this festival because they wanted us to make some content, or they wanted me to make some content with them. Um, And it was one of the most stressful trips. And it was also a very, like, eye-opening trip. Um, eye-opening in the sense of, like, I went just to see Kendrick. And Kendrick was probably one of the... Like, you know, I used to be J. Cole over Kendrick for the longest time. Because I never really understood Kendrick. But now I'm in the process of, like, trying to understand music. And trying to understand the history of music. And understand what it takes to be a great musician like i have so much respect for kendrick like he's the coolest guy i've ever seen live so far keeping in mind i haven't seen j cole live so <laughs> um, yeah man he was just it was just so cool um there was a there was a crowd of like 200,000 people and the way he, from the way he came onto stage from the from the stage presence to the to the to the fireworks and the stage, everything was just like a crazy experience um, and yeah definitely took a lot of a lot of tips from him for my next performance, but, um, from, from that moment, to even, moments that were outside, of the festival, like, um, the guy I went with, is one of my boys, called Dennis, and his main philosophy, is like, you, you should just be about, um, by being about, you increase the chance, of serendipitous, um, activities happening to you, like, and the, serendipitous, means like crazy, um, I hope I didn't, butcher, butcher the saying, but, yeah, um, and I never really believed it until it was like eleven o'clock one night, and I'd taken I'd taken so many L's that day, and we were in Barcelona. We'd gone to get like some food. We got some uh, McDonald's, probably the worst McDonald's I've ever had, and. Finally, I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna call this day a wrap and like go to sleep. And he was just like, yo bro, like in Barcelona, when next will we be able to have Amazon fly us out to Barcelona, so let's, let's just go and look around. And so we went, we looked around, we were just going to places where like, we wouldn't normally go, just f- trying to follow where people were. Keeping in mind, this was like, maybe like 11 o'clock at night. And then we ended up at this jazz bar And in the jazz bar, there was these three ladies and one guy behind the, behind the till. And we were just there listening to the jazz music. And then one of these ladies came out and she was like, yo, um, obviously she didn't say yo, but she was like, Hey, like, um, what are you looking for? And we were like, Oh, we're just looking for a jazz bar. We were just, um, enjoying the music. And she was like, um, Oh, what do you guys do? And we were like, I'm a musician. He's a photographer. Um, and she was like, yeah, I could tell, um, And we were like, how could you tell? She was like, because you're outside the jazz bar. But then we asked who she was. And she told us she was like a music philosopher. And um, she spent all her life just trying to find music and trying to understand music. And that, for me, if you've listened to the past podcasts, um, you understand that's the stage in my life that I am. I'm trying to understand where I fit in this whole musical, um, in this whole musical, like, world and so for that for that whole night I was just like talking to this woman trying to get so much game and she was giving so much game on like the history of music and then she took us to this like other jazz bar and it was one of the craziest jazz bars I've ever been into. It was like if you weren't a native from Barcelona or from that area you would not be able to know where that place was. It was a crazy it was like something out of Alice in Wonderland. Um but yeah man that was that was probably one of the craziest nights bar the Kendrick show and yeah being like talking to that lady just put so she like she has so much wisdom but this goes back to what i was saying and what i've now adopted as just being about and um it set a precedent for what this whole month has turned out to be because this whole month i've just been like you know what on social media i'm just gonna be out there in person, trying to trying to meet people, trying to make connections, like network with people, basically. Um, so doing that, I went to I went to see Kamal. He was crazy, crazy performer. Dave came out actually. Dave came out in the in the Kamal show. I've been to I've been to like two, three other events, three major events. Um, one of them was I don't know if you know who Thames is. Thames is like an R and B artist. Um, her manager had this little event and basically there was just bare industry people. There was bare like artists. Thames was actually there. She, she turned up. I left before Dave turned up. Um, so I was just there trying to make connections and like meet other people that do the same shit as I do. Um, then Tiffany Calver also had another event. I went through to that. That was a crazy event as well. Um, the The maddest thing is for the longest time I was always like yo I need to find I need to find where these events are and then when I would find what the events are I just wouldn't go because obviously like my body's used to me waking up at 4 o'clock and these events like <laughs> it's the maddest thing like the, the events start at like at least 10.30 so then you're out here going to this event at 10.30 who knows what time you'd be back Um, and I like my sleep man I like my sleep and the thing is yeah the thing is When I go to these places and I come back really early in the morning, my body still wakes me up at like ungodly hours. So it's me now trying to balance the fact that I'm trying to be about, I'm making sick connections of, like in the Thames event, J5, I met J5 and J5 was like, he followed me and then asked me to send him some music. Like that's just crazy. Like where else would that happen? Um, But this is what I'm saying, like be about. Um, but this is not this is not what this podcast is about, and this episode is about. This episode is about trust in the process. This month, as well, one thing I've been trying to do is um, put together my my second project. And this project is not um, with a label. I'm just going to I'm just the one that is doing it, making sure everything works, making sure I find somewhere to record the tracks, making sure I find the right people to make the tracks as good as possible. Trying to trying to um, what's it called? pitch it out to different people in the industry to try and get some funding to release it because i want to give it a proper release and this whole project even from the from the way it came about is um a major sign of yo just trust the process because um i didn't know that i had this project until maybe like two months ago so like normally when people say oh I'm making a mixtape. It's like, alright, cool. You have a you have the start point of the mixtape from when you say you're gonna make the mixtape and then you have an end point when you finish the last um when you finish the last track. But this is not the way that this project was. This current project was. This project, the first song on the project that I wrote, I wrote maybe like two years ago. And the last project I wrote two months ago. So it's been a project that's been going on for like two years and this project is full of songs that like I would write in my room and I'm like yo this is too raw for me to release so I'm just going to keep it to myself and um, whilst seeing that I had all these songs or like whilst knowing I had all these songs because I've got so many songs on my laptop I would still be like oh you know what yeah I need to find another sick project to follow up um, Bedroom Chronicles And for the longest time, I was stumped because I was like, you know, I need to get started. I need to get started. People are asking for a next project. People are asking for a next project. What am I going to give to them? And um, one day I went to one of my producers. He's called Enoch. And I was just like, yo, bro, like, what do you think about this project? And I pitched him an idea of a project I wanted to start writing. And he was like, you know what, yeah? Fam, music doesn't... um, You don't find the music, the music finds you. And that spun me because it's like, a lot of the time... Especially in this music business, or in the in the knowing the person I am, I always like to control quite a lot of things. And music is one thing that you can't control. You can't put control how fast you're gonna move in this in this business. Like you can't control how fast you're gonna move, or how long it's gonna take you to get good at writing something, or how long it's gonna take you for your next project. But one thing that you do have is the pressure. Is that you have the pressure of the industry that want you to like make the next project better than the last one and then there's the project there's the there's a pressure from the, the the people listening um wanting you to release the project as soon as possible but then there's the pressure of there's the pressure of you as well wanting i mean what's the pressure i faced i faced the pressure of everything i faced the pressure of me wanting to outdo my last project i faced the pressure of like wanting to be like j cole and when i would look at everybody else in the industry and i would be like yo this is what their second project looked like so i needed i need to make my second project like this instead of just being like yo you know what what is real in my life right now and what can i do at this moment so after having having after having that talk with my um, with my producer i went back home and i looked at my in my laptop and there was like five six songs that I'd just been playing over and over again. And they were probably some of the, the songs that is just like, I don't know, man, there's some songs that you write that just feels like soul music. Like it feels like it, if it fits the exact puzzle, like puzzle shaped hole in your chest. And that's what, that's what the five songs I found on my laptop were. And, um, yeah, so I, I, I found my, my second project and it's, um, Probably one of the craziest projects I've done. It's, it's definitely a very raw project. It's very it's very raw. Um, I can't even... I'm not even going to start talking about it because this is way too early. But just to let you know that I'm in the process of finishing my next project, I'm um, trying to find the right features to have in it. Right now, I feel like I'm in a place where it's not that I don't care. It's just that I'm making music that I want to make. Um... And that's the most beautiful place to be because, like, I don't feel like I have to put out freestyles because for the longest time I was feeling like I had to put out freestyles because, you know, I wanted I wanted to show that I can do this and I can do that. But right now it's just like, you know what, yeah, I've showed enough. <laughs> like, I've, I've done enough, man. I've, like, how many freestyles of these men, like, how many songs does Dave have to release for me to do a verse that will go viral. Like, how many songs? Like, now it's just me focusing on what I need and how I can further myself in music and how I can further make myself the best artist I can be. And that is just by being authentic to myself. And that's just by being, like, understanding that it's going to take as long as it takes. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's just being like, you know what? At this moment, I needed to say this and I said that. So I'm happy doing that. Now, the bit I'm trying to figure out is trying to find a way to balance the both. Because one thing that happens when you are so much in real life, you tend to like forget about social media. And I understand that quite a lot of my um, my audience are on social media. So now I'm trying to find a, a middle ground between being active in real life and being like active on social media as well. Because if you know me... If you know me, I hate social media, man. <laughs> I really do not like posting my life on social media, and it's it's crazy because it's like I know man, in music, you have to be you have to allow people to understand you and to see your life, which is which is like which I fully understand, but um, I guess I just have to be better at showing letting people letting people in and letting people to see what's happening like. like, I don't know, man, It's, it's when you're, when you're in, when you're in the moment, you're not really thinking about, like, videoing stuff and putting this or that, like, you're fully just trying to be in the moment, and when you're in the moment, you don't, When you're you're in the moment, you're not thinking about video and this or that. You're just wanting to be in the moment. You're just like, you're having a really good conversation. You're not thinking, oh, I need to (laughs) to record this. So I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to do all of that. I'm in a very weird transitional phase. um, And I'm trying to be about because one thing that Stormzy said, he was like, it's so much better to be sick in real life. Right. And I feel like for the last three years, man's been on social media. I've been doing what I needed to do on social media. Now it's time to do what I need to do and put a face to it. You see what I'm saying? Being like in person, meeting all these people that I've met on social media. Um, One thing I really struggled with whilst being out is the fact that like you actually have to network and talk to people. Um, I like my own space I like my own space I don't really like going up to other people and like saying hey my name is Vic like this that (laughs) like that type of thing I was like I don't really like to do that but that's one thing that um, I feel like I mean if you if you listen to me or if you listen to this podcast I'm guessing that you're probably like a bedroom rapper as well or trying to get into the music industry that's one thing that you should do Um, just the same way I'm going out and networking Every single upcoming artist should go out and network. That shit would change your life. I promise you. Go to any music events that there are. You'll be surprised the people that you would see. The same way Dennis, my boy, told me to be about, I'm telling every single person that listens to this, just go be about. You never know what's going to happen. Just let it happen. That just goes back to the whole idea I was speaking of at the beginning of trusting the process, right? So let me tell you the way Money Up came about. I think it was like a year ago I heard this song that I really rated from an American artist and I was like, yo, I really want to make a track like this. So I go to the studio, it's a hip-hop type beat. I send it to my um, producer and I was like, yo, bro, can you make a song that is like this? He whips something up very close to it and I put up a hook for the song because normally I don't write in the studio session but when you fill with song, stuff comes out and that's how I got, that's how I got the hook. Gotta get my money, up, making a milk, yeah. And it was, it was to a very different beat. Like I said, it was to a hip hop beat. Um, and it was decent, but it wasn't exactly what I imagined it to be. So what me and Dom did after that session, I did the writing for the song. I did the rest, I, f- I finished the whole tune, but we just like, we just shelved the song saying that we'll come back to it later. And then maybe like three, four months later, this same guy, Enoch, the producer, Um, I showed it to him and I was like, oh, what do you think about this song? And he was like, you know what, it's good. But what if you speed it up like four BPM and make it into like a Pink Panther's type garage beat? And I was like, you know what, we tried that in the studio. It didn't really work like that. But let me give it another try. So I send the song back to the original producer and I was like, yo, bro, let's um, let's up the BPM and make it into like a garage type tune not knowing what will come back but I trust I trust the guy this is the why, this is the reason I work with him um so send it to him Hear nothing back for like 2 3 days and in the third day he came back with a with a track and I can't lie to you the hardest the hardest track I've ever heard I I mean when you first cuz now I've heard it I've had the song for like maybe 2 3 months um when you heard it the first time I was like, yo this is this is crazy this is like for the longest time I really wanted the garage type tune and it's so crazy the way that one song that first started off in a hip hop type track if i had if I had been like nah, there's no way there's no way I really want it to be this way I chose it to be um I would not have had this beautiful summer tune in the way that it is right now. So this is what this is what this whole trust in the process thing is about. It's like, you know what? Just let it happen. That's the maddest it's the maddest thing to do because it's like in music you think you're supposed to control everything, but like just let it happen. If there's one thing you get from this um podcast this month, it's just let it happen. Um and with that um oh yeah, we've got the crazy. I've got one of the craziest music videos coming out for this song, hopefully tomorrow, because we, I, I did this in a very short period of time. Hopefully it comes out tomorrow. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing it, to seeing the final result or to see everybody seeing the final result because I co-directed it myself. I wrote the script of it. Um, then we spent a whole day just running around London trying to make it happen with just me and my boy Jack, um, a crazy, crazy director. And yeah, so... This has been the June episode of the Diary of an Aspiring Artist with your boy Vic. And anything that you're doing this month, I hope it goes well and I hope you stay creative.